Hey guys, my name's Abby and this is my podcast Drop Everything. Today we are going to be talking about the three men that walked into the fire, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and how they dropped everything to follow God. Okay, we're going to start off in Daniel today. Um, Daniel is one of my favorite books of the Bible. I think it's because the testimonies in this book are so clear to me on how to really be a follower of Christ by dropping everything, potentially even your life, um, to follow Christ and to show his love and his mercy and his grace and his righteousness upon us. So I'm sure many of you have heard the story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego walking into the fire um, to prove that God can save them. And I'm going to retell that story today and reread that story to y'all because it's just such a clear demonstration on the trust that we can have in God um, by dropping everything. So we're going to start off in Daniel 3 verse 11. In this point of the story, King Nebuchadnezzar, who is the ruler over the town that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego are in, has made these idols and images and just statues of things that he wants his people to worship. So he's not a follower of Christ. He doesn't believe in the creator that we believe in and that we have faith in, but he wants his people to bow down to these statues that he has created. So he says here, And whoever does not fall down and worship shall be cast into a burning, fiery furnace. Now, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, being followers of Christ, did not bow down to these bronze statues because that's not what their faith called them to do, right? So they get led to King Nebuchadnezzar by Nebuchadnezzar's guards. And um, this is what Nebuchadnezzar says to them in verse 15. But if you do not worship, you shall immediately be cast into a burning, fiery furnace. And who is the God who will deliver you out of my hands? It goes on to say, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we have no need to answer you in this matter. If this be so, our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from the burning, fiery furnace, and he will deliver us out of your hand, O king. Basically, Nebuchadnezzar is like, there is nothing that can save you from this fire because that's what that's what people would normally think. You're going to walk into a fire, you're not going to come out, right? But these three men have so much trust and so much faith that God knows what he's doing in this situation that they are so willing, so ready to walk into this fire for God. So these men don't know fully what's going to happen to them, but they know their faith is going to move something. They know that this is for a greater purpose, and they know that if they carry out this act of faith, this act of trust and love for God, that it's going to impact something. And they were fully right. So Moving on to verse 25, so Nebuchadnezzar goes into the goes to look at the fiery furnace after the men have been led into it. And this is what he says. He answered and said, "But I see four men unbound, walking in the midst of the fire, and they are not hurt. 
and the appearance of the fourth is like a son of the gods. Nebuchadnezzar is so shocked. Later on in chapter 3, it says that Nebuchadnezzar fell down and started worshiping God. A man that just led his people to worship these statues, these images, these idols, is now kneeling before God and blessing him. Because of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego's faith in God and love for God and willing to be a vessel of God's love. They had full trust in God to deliver them or at least move something through their faith. Here's my question to you. Do you think you could lay down your life for someone else's faith to maybe be moved a little bit? Do you think you could take that big of a risk for something to maybe happen? I think the answer should be yes. Because anything you can do to lead someone towards God should be an automatic yes. Anything that you can do to make heaven crowded should be an automatic yes. Sharing the love of God and the faithfulness and righteousness of God should be top priority all the time. Any act of faith, small or big, is going to move mountains. No matter what you think, it's going to move something. Anything and everything that you do to show God's love moves tremendous mountains, and that's what changes the world. So I went on a mission trip in Colorado this past March, and while I was there, I got a text from my sister, who was also on a mission trip, but in Arlington, Texas. And she had sent me a picture of a devotional that they had done that day. And the question was, is there someone in your life who you would consider a true servant? And who is it? And what makes him or her a servant? And my sister answered, uh, my sister Abby, she takes her time to read the Bible every day, even before homework or cleaning. She has all eyes on the Lord. I am not kidding you when I said I broke down in tears when I read this. It made me so happy that she had seen my faith and been moved by it. I didn't expect her or anyone else to notice me sitting in my room with my Bible every night. I wasn't expecting her to notice. Now, I'm glad she did because that encourages her to move her faith further. But I wasn't expecting her to notice. I didn't think she was noticing. People notice you dropping everything for God. People notice your faith growing. No matter if you want to believe it or not, they do. People are paying attention to you every move you make, so why not make every move in love? Why not demonstrate God's faithfulness and love towards you by dropping everything and showing people that it's possible? Showing people how much dropping everything gives you, how much joy it gives you, how much happiness it gives you, how much faithfulness it gives you, how much content dropping everything gives you. Okay. Let's move on to Romans 8, 37 through 39. I love these few verses because they just put my mind back on the right path 
every single time I read them. It says, For I am sure that neither death nor life, nor angels nor rulers, nor things present nor things to come, nor powers nor height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Jesus Christ our Lord. Don't let anything separate you from God. Not toxic relationships, mental state, anxiety, depression, worldly items, materialistic things. Don't let any of that separate you from God. Because God's outreaching hand to you is not going away. And none of that will change that. All of those things can diminish your hope that God is there. They can blind you and blur your sight and block your vision from God. But just because your vision is blocked does not mean God's hand is put away. Does not mean God has given up on you. Does not mean God's hand is down by his side and not outreached to you. That pile of stuff and junk and materialistic things that you have in your arms is too heavy. It's too heavy for you. Admit it. Just drop it and outreach your hand to the hand that is forever extended to you. Take up a life with God and drop a life of this world because a life with this world is so exhausting and so draining and will leave you drained until you outreach your hand to the hand that is forever extended to you means it's not going away no matter how much junk how much stuff how much materialistic things how many toxic relationships you have the hands not going away so just make it a little bit easier on yourself and drop everything and follow him because by holding all of those things that you think that is more important than God's relationship with you is risking the most important relationship you have in your life, which is the one with God. Nothing can keep him from loving you, so why should it be the same on our side? Why should all this worldly things keep us from loving God? If something is keeping you from loving God, you drop it immediately because that thing is not benefiting you. And if you think it is, it's benefiting you in a worldly way which is so, so temporary. You're going to get a few seconds of praise or a few seconds of fame when you could be turning around and dropping it and getting eternal life. I don't know about you, but eternal life seems a little bit better to me <laughs> than a few seconds of fame, right? Know that God's hand is always stretched out to you. You just have to be willing to drop everything and reach back out. Um, okay, that's it. Bye!